I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today is Coleman Hodges, the man on deck, and the guy for all your coverage at Swimming Swimming Meets. Today, we're doing the CEO Swim Series, and we have a very, very, very special guest, a hardcore player, an entrepreneur, a guy who is in the mix. He's, he's on the path to being a billionaire. I'm just putting it out there, just putting it out there. CEO, co-founder of Commit Swimming, Dan Dingman. Pleasure to be here, Mel. Thanks for having me, Mel and Coleman. I've been watching the podcast, following it for the last few months, and man, you guys do some great work. So thanks for having me. Well, Coleman and I were talking and we said, Stan Demon, he's, he's a pretty smart cat. Um, we, we know that you're on the trajectory to be a massive company and we know that we would like to have a full exit at Swim Swam. And, you know, I know that Coleman's looking for a big bonus. I'm looking for a huge exit. And we figured that we could spend the next 30 minutes talking about that because we know that that's in the future. So we're just, we're just deal making now, Mel, right now? That's what right, now we're doing? right now. Right now. Right now. We're just, live, live on the mic, huh? <laughs> I, don't know. I, want, I want to say this. I, I'm, I'm making a joke, but I want, to, I, want to, I want to make the point of saying that there, there are a few people that are in the market. So we're all, we all, we're all breathing. You know, we're, all, we're all chlorinated. We're breathing the same oxygen. But, and we work really hard. I know Dan works really hard. But there's a few companies that, that, that I trust, and you're, you, you're, you're one of those cats. I trust you because I know what you put into your business. I know it's solid. I know it's sturdy. I know you really care about your service and your product. And I just see a, I just see the nose to the grindstone with a guy who gets it. And you also know how to message and you know how to tell people, Hey, this is what I have. And this is why you need it. So there, there are a few people that I truly want to collaborate with and swim like at a, at a, at a very intimate level, like, Hey, let's talk every day. You're one of them. I feel the same way, Mel. So right back at you. Every time we get on the phone, it's, it's like just you're just spewing knowledge and wisdom left and right, and there's so many so many mail nuggets I have. Maybe even some written on the wall over there. I don't know. We'll have to compare notes. You could have just said you could just said Mel, I love you. And and, and I mean, <laughs> you could have just said it. You could have just said it, but you missed your opportunity. That's okay. I love you. <laughs> maybe, next, maybe next time. In this rom in this rom com, I'll be the first one to say it first because you can't. <laughs> No, let's, let's, let's get into it. But uh, what I like about you is that you do have, you do have a, a diverse background in swim. Uh, you're, so, the, so the audience knows. Um, so for, first of all, no, we got to say this. Commit Swimming, it is a, it's, it's a training platform. And this is a, it's a software platform. It's the leading platform on earth for coaches. And it's a, uh, it's very successful and you haven't always had success. You've tried a lot. You've, you've, you've experimented a lot. You have battle tested this, stress tested this, and you've earned the place in the market that you have, but you're coming to the market with a background in swimming. That's why I wanted to frame it. Tell us about your, your, your swimming origin story and you know, the fact that it, it goes from competitive swimming also into water polo. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I, I mean, as many people following swimming, I've, I've been swimming since a young age. I uh, started swimming, I think my parents threw me in the pool when I was seven on the summer league team. 
and very quickly uh, it became a year-round thing for me. Um, ton of fun. Just I remember having a blast at those summer league meets and all through swimming. It was I was I was lucky to be on very like team-centric uh, teams where it was very much about the high school team when I was in high school, not necessarily just like the individual and, and my own performance. Um, which I think that team environment is what kind of kept me in the sport. It's also what drew me to water polo um, very early on. Uh, my early teenage years, we started to have a water polo program in middle school. Um, loved it. Again, it was one of the, another reason to keep swimming and stay in shape for water polo. Uh, by the time I got to high school, it was very obvious that myself and the, my surrounding peer group weren't really the fastest swimmers on the planet, but we're pretty good at water polo. And so <laughs> it was one of those things where we just knew both, both helped each other. And, and we kind of, we kind of grinded through high school. Um, and that was really the end of my swimming career. Uh, I, I dabbled in master swimming, coached a little master swimming, swam for a few weeks in college, but for the most part, my, my competitive swimming career kind of ended in high school. You, um, you, what, what's interesting, and I want to, I want to, I want to stop you right there. What's interesting is that I found that, that, uh, most of our most of the our, our hard drivers at Swim Swim, most of the people who were entrepreneurial in the market, they fall into two buckets, and it's and it's and it's people who swam when they were young. They they didn't swim in college, or they swam a little bit in college, but they swam long enough to understand it, to appreciate it, to to culturally identify with it, and and then they dedicated their mind and their creative creative energy into you know, building a career like Coleman did it. Coleman knew where he was going and the trajectory he was doing. He like, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to produce video. And, uh, you know, and he's, he has a design muscle, but it sounds like you were, it sounds like you fall in that bucket also. Did, did you know this was going to be your, your life path? Did you know you were going to be a developer? Um, absolutely not. I had no idea. So I, <laughs> I went to school, um, for business and statistics at the time. Um, graduated. I was an actuary. I was going to do the whole corporate thing pretty quickly. I think that's when it clicked. Like I definitely want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my own thing. I'm a maker. I want to build something and what better place to do it than a market in a sport that I love and I know really well. And there's so many parallels Mel, to swimming and business. And it's like, it's the perfect match. And so it just felt so natural for me to get into it. Um, and the lessons I've learned in swimming translate to business. And it's, it's truly incredible. But I've, 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 written, I've written a few pieces for um, usaswimming.org because I'm, I'm an ambassador to the foundation and I, and I work with the alumni and I work with Rowdy Games and it's basically just old people stuff. And it's, uh, when I say old people stuff, it's really everybody who's ever gone to represent a team USA and then they've gone on in, into their careers and now they support swimming with donations and par parties. But it seems like the, what I've taken away from, from this from, for doing it for almost 12 years is that it feels like swimming is a CEO factory or at least a leadership factory or an entrepreneurial factory, which is what I'm hearing from you. It's a, it, it does seem like swim prepares you to work hard, take risks and work hard and make those risks net value. And it's, uh, so, so take, me to the, take me to your origin story, the commit swimming origin story. And, and, and lean in and tell us about some pain. Absolutely, yeah. So things did not go how we planned. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. We started Commit with the idea that we were going to, in a few weeks, develop something that was able to predict how fast all the swimmers were going to swim and then therefore uh, 
tell coaches what they should be doing in practices to make their swimmers faster and the, the world was going to sing our praises. Um, we quickly found out that's not how swimming works. Uh, that's not how math works. And we needed to build something much simpler to help coaches track their training in a very digital new age way. Um, and so we sought to solve that problem. Uh, and the second we did that, coaches started to use it and they said, this is crap guys. This does not, this does not work for me. It takes too long to write a workout, blah, blah, blah. I just want to write it on paper. Like I've always been doing and then put it on the whiteboard, like the same thing over and over. But there's so many problems with having it in a notebook, right? Because you don't have the data digitally. You can't look it up. You can't go back and figure out what set you did last fall. You can't go back and figure out why your taper didn't work last season and what you need to do differently this season um, in, a, in an easy way. Um, so what we did was we took what coaches are writing on paper and we translated it uh, into a cloud-based software where, and that was, that was the magic bullet where it took months and months and months of iteration to get there. But it was very obvious the second we launched uh, what we called at the time the parser, the commit parser, um, that that was what coaches needed. They needed something that was digital, but that reminded them very much of keeping those creative juices and, and having that free form text flow when they write their workouts. So something that comes to mind as you're talking is, um, you know, I, I, I swam at Mercersburg in high school. We were prep school national champions for three years. I followed the same coach to college. Uh, we were successful through college and then, you know, successful onto the Olympic games. My coach was a great coach. My coach nearly made the Olympic team in 1972. He was one place off. He, you know, he, he would have swung hunter butterfly with Mark Spitz in 1972, barely missed it. His teammate went on to win two goals in butterfly hunter flying and the relay in 76. My coach was fully dedicated, never knew what the workout was walking into practice. He held it in his head and he, and, 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 but, but here's the thing. This is what he did do. He had two guys who were, that both had master's degrees. They were both methodically, you know, they're very right brain, methodical, also creative, but it's almost like he, he was parallel computing with their heads. So I was always amazed at what he did and surprised at what he did. But the truth was he had that background support and they were using the latest technology that they could find and keeping it organized, which is a huge headache. But the benefit of being able to have all of this in one place in the cloud that you can pull up is, uh, so this was a game changer. When did, when did you turn the corner and when did you go, okay, this is it, this is what everybody needs. And this is, you know, when did that happen? When was that moment? Yeah, absolutely. So I remember being at the Ask a World Clinic in 2015 um, and just demoing what we had. And it was clear then that we were on the right path, but it wasn't clear that this is it yet. Um, it wasn't probably until the next spring, spring of 2016, um, right leading up to the Olympic trials and Olympic games of that year that we said, we know like with 20 minutes of a demo talking to any coach, they're going to fall in love with this thing. And this is exactly what we need the market to see. Um, so it, and I, to frame that back, that's almost a full 12 months from when we started trying to solve this problem to begin with. Uh, so, and 12 months of three guys working on this probably close to 80 hours a week. Um, it's a lot of work. And that's going back to why swimming is the perfect entry point into entrepreneurship. Um, I don't think we could have done it without our swimming background. It's a, uh, it is applicable. It's the same thing. And most people don't have that gear. They can't grind like that. Swimmers can some, not all swimmers can, 
Certain swimmers can, but we, we all have an understanding of that. I will say this, just as, as a fun part, if you don't know Dan, Dan's not an egghead. Dan's not. A, he, he's, a, he's a pretty cool cat. Coleman can attest to this. If we go to ASCA, it's a convention. It's the World Clinic. And you're, you're, you're spending your time. Basically, you're there to, to let coaches know, hey, we support you. And here's some things that we have that you might want to engage us with. Not everybody's great at it. I would say that Dan's crew is probably the most fun at the ASCA World Clinic. I think you guys bring a lot of energy. It's, it, it, here's the thing. It's like, it's like, if it's like, I mean, here, I also know that, you know, sometimes you've been, some ASCA World Clinics have not been the greatest in terms of where your, your, your real estate is located. It doesn't matter. You have to walk the floor and you guys are a big, big presence. It's, um, it's, it's, what, what, what are you thinking when you're, when you're at an event like that and you're like, you know what, I've got something great here and I've got to get it to the coaches. How do I do this? Yeah, it's, it's a great question though. Um, it's one of those things, it's definitely not my natural state um, of being. And so when we show up at those, those kind of conferences and clinics, it's, it's getting mentally ready to, to kind of change into a different gear and say, I think what helps a lot is the conviction around our product and our support and our service. So it, I wouldn't be able to do that style of marketing and, and be, walk the floor and talk to coaches with that level of confidence if I knew what I was delivering to them was garbage. The only reason that someone like me, who I'm an introvert by nature, is not my natural state of being, I can go to a conference like ASCA and, and walk around like our product does not stink is because I know how good it is and how it can help them. And that level of conviction, like you can't, you can't fake it, you can't force it. Um, and so I think ultimately for, for us and the commit team, that's really where it comes from. It comes from our confidence that the product and the support that the customers are going to get is just out of the world. So, so if you're listening to the podcast right now, you need to go to commitswimming.com, commitswimming.com. So if you're on a download and you're listening, you can, you know, pop up your phone and open up a new window, go to commitswimming.com and, and, and work and work through the page. It's, um, it, it, if I'm coming to your website, Dan, and I, and I want, and I want to really just dive in, what is the, what's the first thing I should do? Um, Coach. honestly, Go to the website. There's a bright orange button in the top right-hand corner. It says try for free. Click that button, um, and it gets you started right away. Email, password, and you're in. Um, start messing around. It's free. There's no credit card required at all to sign up. Um, and then if you have any questions as you start playing around, email us at team at commitswimming.com, and we have got a support team that will take care of you, no problem. Um, everything funnels through uh, team at commitswimming.com, and we – We'll take care of whatever questions you have. Make sure you get set up. No, it's an easy website. If you if, if you don't have to scroll anywhere, it's get started for free. It's a big it's a big button. Uh, and, and in terms of in terms of your investment, I can t- I can tell you this. You know, we work with a lot of clubs and a lot of clubs um, across the country, college teams, and they they do have a budget. Even during the pandemic, they got a budget. We know they have a budget because they're they're interfacing with our platform. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that though they're quick to spend 50, a hundred dollars on, on small things that they need. And, um, your pricing is in this wheelhouse and it's a, it's, it's a talk to talk to us about pricing and talk to us about what it's really not pricing. This is an investment in a coach's peace of mind and their ability to be a great coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, the way that we view commit in terms of the coach and the benefit that, that you end up seeing, um, 
there's, there's a couple things we knew that commit would do for coaches. Um, one is we know that it would make them more organized. Like we knew that just the fact of having things stored in the cloud and you kind of hit on this now earlier uh, with the story from, from your past, organization was, was an obvious one. We also anticipated that commit would save them time. And this definitely is true. Uh, we hear that more often than not that coaches sign up for commit, especially if it's used around their club, the aggregate time savings per week is on the order of 10 to 20 hours a week of, of time savings. Um, so those are, those are obvious benefits that coaches get and just getting that time back so that you can focus on things that you should be doing as a coach uh, with your team and with your athletes and just that mental, mental headspace energy that you get back is well worth uh, the commit, the, the low price tag I commit. Um, then there's a lot of things that have popped up, especially over the last two or three years um, as we've improved the platform. A lot of feedback we've been getting that's somewhat <laughs> unexpected. Uh, and I even hesitate to, to market it this way because um, we, hadn't, we hadn't anticipated these benefits for coaches. But what we've been hearing is our, our overall club training quality is higher. Our quality assurance of our, of our program around different multiple sites or multiple coaches or different, different groups of our training, we understand that we're, we're training at a higher quality. Um, beyond that, this is the best taper we've had in 17 years. We're, we're actually swimming faster than ever before. And I'm like, what, how, could, how could just going from writing your workouts on paper to writing them in commit do this? Um, and as I dig in and we have these conversations with coaches, it does become obvious that the first step to improving anything is just tracking it. Right. So like the classic examples, like if you're looking to eat healthier, write down what you're eating now every day, every time you have a meal, right. It's, it's simple stuff like that. And that's what's hap That's what's happening with commit. Um, we also notice increased swimmer engagement. So a lot of coaches have been referencing uh, commit also comes with a free athlete app where you can invite your athletes to jump on the product and they can engage with the workout. So you can either, lock the workouts and they can see them after they happen. You can have them delivered before the workout happens, depending on your setup and your relationship with how you run your training program. Um, but that interaction with the athlete through the app and about their training just causes the athletes to be more engaged and, and they love it. So <laughs> there's, there's those like side effects that I would say are, are really worth the investment. If it's uh Coleman can attest to this. You know, I'm a, I grew up in a time when and a lot of coaches are in, are in my, from my era and that a lot of coaches that are my age are controlling teams or they, they're, they're heading team, they're CEO or they own the team or they're head coach at a college. Um, so in my day, if you know, it, it, we, we grew up in an era where if you wrote a term paper, if you hit the wrong button, that term paper would, it would just be gone like in the air, we'd lose it forever. Um, so we have this different relationship with technology and technology. We, we treat it as though it's a piece of, of very thin glass and uh, the younger generations, the, you know, the more we move into the future, young people just hop on a platform and they just start punching buttons until they, <clears throat> until they master that platform. Uh, Coleman walks me through everything that I do digitally. He steps me through the things like, oh, I say, Coleman, you know, what is this? I'm, I'm not familiar with the platform. He walks me through it. He takes me, he gets the tutorial. So, how do you help coaches who are in my, my position? And they're like, you know what? I'm, I'm, you might think I, I know tech, but I don't know tech and I'm not comfortable with tech. How do you make people comfortable with this technology? That might be like me. Yeah, it's, a, it's another really good question though. Um, so one thing that, again, this is almost like an unexpected thing. So I, I anticipated going into this that 
we would we would have to do a lot of handheld demos like every day all day long just just demo 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 walk them through um that's that turns out not to be the case with commit the i'd say our, our number one like our number one selling proposition is that it's that easy mel like i would challenge you to to go sign up right now and say go write a workout i bet you could do it i bet it would i bet you'd understand exactly how to do it and if you and if you don't we have a number of uh, support videos and tutorials that walk you through it and you're kind of guided through it along the way. Um, we, we try to hit you with the right support video at the right time in your onboarding journey. Um, and to the extent that that automation process doesn't work, um, we, we kind of walk you through it once you reach out to us at team at So our ultimate goal is to ensure your success with the product, right? That helps us, it helps our business and it helps you. Um, and so it's a win-win. I kind of want to write a workout, Coleman. I, I kind of want to write. I want to write a workout that's branded "Gold Medal Mel Butterfly seri- Serious Butterfly." You could add it to want, the daily workout series, Mel. I want to add it to the daily workout series that comes out in Swim Swam, and it, and it's. Uh, I kind of want to do that. I think I might have to do that now. Go, but here's the thing: if Col- Coleman, if you write your daily workout, what what would it be? I think this is the. My workout would, would definitely involve 200 butterflies. And I might make them broken because people are a little bit wimpy now. But I think Coleman's workout would involve a nice long warm A little bit of sunbathing for 20 minutes, some yoga, a nice long warm-up, maybe just some sprints to get a good pump. And Have you then, seen me swim? This is exactly what I do. <laughs> this is, and then he pushed off. That's my opinion. This is, I mean, I didn't swim at the time at Coleman Swam, but I'm just saying this is my opinion. That's not- that would be the workout and commit. That's not how I swim in high school, but that's how I swim now. Um, so I, I do have a question for Dan. So, you know, you, you're, you're talking about how easy writing workouts is now. We talked about kind of the origin story and how long it took to get there. So for, for young entrepreneurs out there, for, for kids who are ending their swimming career but still want to stay in the sport through business like you did, um, you know, you said it took about 12 months to get from from where you were and you knew it wasn't a good place to where you eventually ended with which which was the place you found out you wanted to be it's a two-part question economically you know how are you supporting yourself how are you making money during that time and uh and how did you how did you find your crew that uh you know that mel raved about that you knew you could that you knew you could count on you know Tell me, tell me about that origin when, when it wasn't easy and you were just getting started and uh, yeah. how'd you get through those, those harder times? Yeah, I love it, Coleman. Um, so I'm going to talk about your second question first, which I think is referencing the crew. Um, so you definitely need a team to do this. Like if you're going to dive into something like this head first, my personal recommendation is make sure you have at least one other person that's in the daily grind with you and is on the same page because otherwise it gets lonely really fast. Um, and I've seen, I've seen entrepreneurs try to do it alone and it's, it's really hard. So for me, I was lucky to be really good friends with another swimmer who I grew up with. Um, and, uh, someone else who I went to college with who was a very good uh, computer programmer. So those two guys, I knew I wanted to start something and I called them both up and I said, Hey, how do you feel about quitting your jobs? <laughs> and lucky enough, they both are either, I was a really good salesman at the time, which I doubt that was the reason, or they actually believed in the vision and, and wanted to jump on board. And so we were in it together. And so that's the origin story of the, of the three of us kind of starting this together. And I was super fortunate to have 
really, really good co-founders um, who put in a ton of effort and ton of work in those early days to make this thing happen. Um, to your question about supporting, <laughs> supporting ourselves during the, during the time when no money was coming in, um, for, for me personally, so I at the time already had a, I had a mortgage, um, I was married, we didn't have a kid, but we, I did have a house. And that was super stressful for me um, to see money just draining from the bank account left and right. And every, whatever limit I set for myself, uh, the entrepreneur in me said, go, go one more month, Dan, go, go one more month. Right. And eventually, eventually we got there. But um, again, I was kind of lucky out of school to have a job where I could, I could pile away some cash and, and save up for the moment. So I knew it was right. Uh, my co-founders um, were in similar positions and had, had the ability to do that. Um, but it's, it's definitely scary. And With so much economic insecurity, I'm sorry, with so much economic insecurity out there, and I, I look at generation after generation. So I'm Gen, I'm Gen X. Yeah. So I'm the first generation after baby boomers. So, so we're the first generation to have it harder and, and to start to go down. Then uh, millennials, then Gen Z, and a lot of people make a lot of complaints about the different generations. But the truth is, it's like every generation now that moving into the future has to be smarter, has to think differently, and uh, because your opportunities are narrowing. But, but, if you, but with technology and creativity, you can create a life for yourself. And uh, I can tell you this, Coleman started working early, early, early and pushing hard. And uh, it sounds like you've done it. In the time period that you've done all this, you've fathered three children, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, you've been busy, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think it's like, I don't think one thing pulls from the other. That's, that's the beauty. It's like, it's kind of like a little bit of a flywheel where personal family life, that's going well, business goes well, business goes well, family life. And it kind of, in my mind, it, it just, it all helps itself. Um, and that's the way I like to think of it. Like, you know, if I, if I pop up there for dinner and crush it as a dad, then the next morning I wake up and I want to crush it in business. Um, if things don't go well at work, then I'm kind of down in the dumps as a, as a dad. And, and so trying to stay on that flywheel and use, use the momentum is, is a big thing for me. There's some, there's, I want to get to a couple things. I want to get to where you're at right now in the process because uh, we're down to 10 minutes. And I want to, you know, I want to get to in terms of just enjoyment and what it's meant to you to, to, you know, to, to, to found this business. But, uh, you know, we're, you're, you're into it now. It's 2020. Where, where are we at in terms of the commit swimming journey? Yeah. It's always hard to talk about the future when things change and, and things come up, but I'm happy to, I'm happy to kind of share some nuggets of insight as to where I think we're headed. Um, but please don't hold me to it. So uh, right now at Commit, so we've been talking a lot. Everything we've talked about up to this point has to do with workout management and having coaches log their training on Commit's platform. Um, we've been developing basically from March when you know, the world changed over the last six months. We, started, we said, this is the time to put our heads down and really build something that's going to deliver more value when we come to the other side of this. Uh, so we've been building out uh, what we're calling the commit results platform to enhance the way coaches are able to analyze their team's performance and improvement through time from a meet results perspective. 
Um, and that combined with the training data uh, creates really powerful visuals and uh, data for coaches, right? So if you can see what training you've been doing over the last two years combined with what performance looks like for different groups of swimmers, for different individual athletes, um, how they've tapered under different training loads, how they're improving, those, those two sides of the coin um, are really, really powerful and can generate some insight. So that's, that's the second kind of half of the platform. Um, another thing that we've been building and is, is going to be ready for launch uh, later this fall is a way to plan your, your entire season out. So commit currently is a day-to-day -day training log, right? You probably write your workouts each day, maybe a week in advance. Um, but a, a true season planning tool that integrates seamlessly with the workouts um, is something that's been requested from our users time and time again. Uh, and so we finally got the got the bandwidth and the time and the power to, to kind of buckle down and start building some of these things out. And so we're really excited. Um, and we think it's kind of going to branch commit out from workout management to what we're calling performance management. Um, and our, our goal is to be the one-stop shop for all swim coaches to come and manage their team's performance. So that's, that's where we're headed. So you made, you made, you did what, what some people froze during this period of time because they were just, it's, some people couldn't manage the stress, but I, and, and I, and, and some, some people that I have a lot of respect for were, were, were experiencing that they're just white knuckling it. And I talked to a lot of folks and they're like, yeah, we got time or we're, we're, you know, it's time to do something new and interesting. I'm glad to hear, I knew that was your experience and I'm, I'm glad you shared that. What, what is, what does commit swimming mean to you personally in terms of, in terms of, you know, how, how does it feel is, where is your source of pride? Absolutely. Um, I think at, at its core, um, and I, I, I know my co-founders share this sentiment, we're just really proud of, of what we built, of building something that real people use every day and generate real value from it. That's, that's at its core. Like I, I never, honestly never thought I would build something, like I said, that real people pay real money to use because it generates real value for them and to do it in the sport of swimming that I have so much, like so many good memories. My childhood was based around going to swim meets and training. And so to do it in the sport that I love um, makes it 10 times better. And you know, what keeps me going is just knowing that every day people are using commit and I just want to serve those people. The interesting thing about interesting thing about your culture and, and, and what you what you do in swim. And I think if you're going to work in swim, you have to, you kind of have to have these principles and it's uh, and you say it a lot and it's, it, it's in your messaging. But you're like, you got to be real. You got to seek to understand, you got to be honest, you got to help completely. And you always make this one point, which, which really lands with a lot of people. If the commit swimming conversation ever comes up, it's like, yeah, Dan says he'll refund. And, uh, and you do, you refund. You're like, yeah, if someone asks to refund, I refund. So you don't have anything to risk if you're, if you're like a coach and you're like, okay, I'm going to go from paper and PDFs to, to the commit swimming platform. Absolutely not. No, we are, we, the only reason we want you to pay commit is if you're getting value from commit. If for some reason you're not, and you want your money back because you actually accidentally forgot you had it and you didn't use it for three months, here's your money back. Like I'm, no, that's how business should be. So what, what, so I, here's the thing. This is, I know this is head down. It's a lot of grinding work. This is serious work, but what, you know, what, what do you love? What do you love about this whole 
Well, what's fun for you? Yeah, um, I love, the, the, there's two ways to answer this question. I definitely love building, like I love making stuff. So I still am in the code base weekly, building new features, fixing things for users. Like I, I do love that. On top of that, I love creating, um, what I've come to love is creating this small, efficient, remote company. Um, it's a lot of fun. Like it's so much fun to work with people on it together and know that not only are we changing our customers' lives, but we're also helping people that are working with commit, like on commit as a team, like we're all making each other's lives better um, by working together. So just building the company is a lot of fun for me. Uh, building the product is also fun. So it's awesome. It's uh, if it's, we're, we're, we're down to three minutes. So it's like, you know, we've had this long conversation, you know, it's like an ask us sit down. We had a cup of coffee with, with Dan to figure out what the four one one is. So if I'm a coach and I'm sitting here, what's the takeaway? You're like, you, you need this. Why do coaches need commit? What is, what does it come down? What, what is the takeaway, Dan presentation coach? This is why you need it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, commit saves you time and, it makes your team better. That's the bottom line. Those are the two things that commit does. And if you don't believe me, go to the swim coaches exchange group on Facebook and search for commit swimming. There are countless threads of, of coaches saying, Hey, what do you guys think about commit? We're not on there. I'm not, I'm not on there. And 30, 40 coaches just love it. Love it. Awesome. Great. Always use it. So I, I'm not one to make a hard pitch. I just, I know those things, those two things are true that it will save you time and it will ultimately improve your team. Um, and I also know that anyone can use it. So every coach out there in the next five years, I expect that they'll all be using Commit. Dan Dingman, CEO, co-founder of Commit Swimming. Go to commitswimming.com, click on the start the trial for free, get the trial for free. It's real simple, it's real easy. And if, and if, you are, if you're like Mel Stewart and you're like, ah, technology's a little bit, you know, I'm, 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 I'm reticent. It's okay. Do it. Uh, uh, we challenge you to, to, to write a workout. It's that easy. And, they, and if you do have a problem, you can call up Dan. Dan, will, you, will we come back on the podcast? Absolutely, Mel. I'll, I'll do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll do it every week. Hey. So, thank you so much, Mel and Coleman, for having me on. It was a pleasure. It's always good speaking to you. Welcome. Good talking to you, bro. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.